Mix 106. This is Adam Rapika. Today is March 26th, Saturday. Uh, recently, after being out on bail, I came home to my apartment and found three black SUVs unmarked with at least half a dozen men coming in and out of my apartment. I don't know if they were there to kill me, plant evidence, gather evidence. I have no clue. They certainly didn't have any kind of search warrants. I kept out of sight and quickly got out of there. I am now on the run for my life, and this is all because of everything that I've exposed of police doing. Uh, as soon as I get to another safe location, I'll make another update and let everybody know what's going on. It's uh, Adam Rapika right there. What was the uh, name of that Facebook it's page? It's a Facebook page, Capital District uh, cop, cop block. Cop block, yeah. That? I think Is so. That right? That's all right. Cop block. Yeah, cop block. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Adam of course, the guy flipped off the Saratoga police officer, ended up getting a, a, a judgment, uh, awarding him some cash. Then he flew the uh, thing into the uh, smokestack over there in downtown Albany at the State House. Uh, it's 1-800-LAW-1010, 1-800-LAW-1010.com. Paul Harding on the phone to talk to us about that. What do you think, man? This Rapika story gets more and more interesting every day. It does. You know, it looked like he... Uh was on a roll. He got away with one up in Saratoga. He, uh, you know, had a bad event occur to him. He was compensated handsomely for it, so it appeared, and gets in a little bit of trouble with the drone, as you said, going into the capital uh, area, and now uh, he's on the defensive. Um, you know, he's been uh, charged with uh, sexual abuse of a 15-year-old girl. Right, and and the latest is, and, and you said, did you know if he's in Canada? The rumor is they went to Canada, he, him and his girlfriend. Well, he posted something that says, I'm in Alberta, Canada, which I had to go to the map, and quite frankly, Alberta, Canada is way over there, right? You know, you're, you're just knocking on uh, Vancouver. Well, that's uh, what, so, I, I would, that's what I would have said, though, because I'd be over there in Prince, Prince Edward Island eating mussels <laughs> and saying I'm over in, uh, you know, uh, Bellingham, Washington well, or something. So he, but, 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 Paul, he's not doing it illegal unless he doesn't make it back for court on yeah. Tuesday, right? Correct. His court date's Thursday. His Thursday. girlfriend's court date's Tuesday. And yeah, he can. He's allowed to go to Canada, he can go to Alberta, he can go to wherever he wants. They Is he allowed to say he's passport. on the run, though? He's saying yeah. he's on the run. It feels like he's baiting the police a little bit here, you know, kind of the classic, uh, you know, style that we've seen from him. But at the end of the day, if he's back to his court date, he's allowed to do whatever he wants. Now, if he doesn't come back, you know, the result is he would forfeit bail. It would be a warrant for his arrest, and then if he decided to stay in Canada, would they extradite? It's pretty difficult procedure to do nice. historically they reserve that for things maybe a little more serious than this so you're saying that if i uh, act like a dick paul and i want to yeah. leave the country it's not it's not that easy to get me out of canada if, if you want it's me back not, here yeah, it's not that easy it's super expensive and so you know again they, it, it'd, be, it'd be a yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> but depending on the charge you know if you get a serious felony charge they're going to work their way back but right. you know, he's got a misdemeanor charge we don't know what happened here i mean the allegations are um, such that certainly sparks everyone's you know interest around the case. Maybe something, maybe nothing. But yeah, extradition is usually reserved for things just just a, a bit more serious. But because they, again, you know, they hate to you know because it's him because of the media attention on this. Um, you know, if if he didn't come back, and again, he may he may be sitting in uh, you know Schenectady, just kind of just watching this thing unfold. Uh, but if he doesn't come back, uh, they would have to make that decision. One last Rapika question here is. Well, or just statement, or however you feel about this. I mean, it's easy to go, all right, he's, he's guilty on this one, he's on the run, but, I mean, isn't there a chance he's being set up? I mean, a fraction of a chance? Of course. Chance? I mean, that's, I mean, you got to have that in mind. Okay. But, Paul, I mean, you're a reasonable 
uh, adult. I mean, that is a possibility, Thanks, kids, right? Sarah. No offense, yeah. Quinn. <laughs> well, you know, I, mean, I think he said neither of us are reasonable enough right, to, yeah. to assume that. We want to put well, the blame on the guy who went to law it, school. It, <laughs> and that's I, possible. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think I think to some, I think you have to look at that. You, you do, and I think the police are looking at it, the media is looking at it. But at the end of the day, this guy's almost, by what he's done, he's become, you know, one police officer, uh, you know, interacted with him and interacted improperly with him is, is no longer employed, right? So it's not as if, you know, other police officers or authorities want to add, be part of that list. So my guess is they would be super careful uh, in processing against them. Could it be, you know, conspiracy? Could it be a, a setup? Absolutely. Got to look at everything. Look at the facts. Look at the witness here in terms of the uh, the, the, the charging witness. But generally, when you, you know, with, with him, I'll bet he's being treated with kid gloves. He gets pulled over in Troy. Everybody's, I don't want to pull him over. You pull him over, you know, kind, kind of the thing. The setup could be, it could be uh, the actual incident that happened with could have been a lot more, uh, you know, less dramatic than than it sounds at this moment. But you know, we, maybe we'll hear from Rupika on that at some point, for, you know, I on believe we will. Louise ride. I'm sure right. we will. <laughs> it's attorney Paul Harding from Martin Harding and Mazzotti, 1-800-LAW-1010 and 1-800-LAW-1010.com. Quick here, uh, if I get pulled over at 1 a.m. on a Friday and drive away from the cop, what would happen to me, Paul? Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna track you down and they're gonna arrest you and they're gonna. Then why did that um, happen to the Schenectady cop? Well, you know, again, I, I, I we talk about speculating. You know, I, I everything here looks like a looks like there's something going on, right? He's pulled over one time. The police approach the car. He then drives away. They. Later on that evening, or maybe shortly thereafter, they pull him over again. This time, they interact with him, and he drives away again. Um, sure, it happened to you. I don't see the same outcome, but you know we don't know the facts here. No breathalyzer. I, I read. Did you read that too? I did. Yeah, they said no alcohol, and so there's an internal investigation going on within the police. They're going to really be scrutinizing the police officers who pulled him over. Second and, generation guy, but yep. you know, family been in the biz now for a couple generations. You know, five yep. years on the job, probably he's got I a lot friends of friends. Were cops, and they, this happens all the time, right? And if I'm a cop, I'm frankly, you know, I, it's probably why I'm not a cop. I, I let the guy go too. I mean, I, if if I knew him and he, and I, he seems safe, this is a story because why? Because it made the paper. Wouldn't it always make the paper? It's weird. I don't know. That's a good question. Well, it probably is going to get some more action in the paper than it normally would. So if you would, uh, you know, it's because he's a police officer, it's being really watched. But And, and again, I, I can't deny that, that it, I think uh, we'll have to wait to the facts that come out. Historically, under those set of facts, there would have been a different process. And then uh, next week, Paul, on the show, we might have a story for you about the legalities of snapping photographs of your patients in the hospitals. A woman busted up there in Fulton, New York, yeah. New York up near Syracuse, for taking pictures yeah. of a guy's junk. Uh, is the law is the is the law that she she showed the junk to her friends uh, after she left work, or is she just not allowed to do that? Don't go anywhere. Wait, next, come back next week. What about your lawsuit against Kevin Rush on the river? Your I'm working on that. The, I'm volunteering. <laughs> faulty bracket for the tournament. Faulty bracket. I'd like fa- to join this civil uh, uh, all right. class action suit. I'll send you a screen grab of my bracket where I've obviously missed two choices, uh, I think, in the east part of the bracket. And, uh, you I know. wasn't updated on my standings on day two. Oh, that's right. right. See, there you go. Oh, anyway. Man, we got a whole crew against this guy, Kevin. I will, from the, from I will study up and be ready. <laughs> You're yeah. the best, Paul. <laughs> Paul Harding, 1-800-LAW-1010, 1-800-LAW-1010.com. Thanks, pal. Thanks, guys. Quinn and Cantera, mornings on Picks 106.